Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation, episode 430 of Breaking Truth slash Don't Unfriend Me. My name is Matthew Spear. I am the host of Don't Unfriend Me. Welcome. I'm a little under the weather. Throat's doing better. Everyone knows that I was pretty sick on Friday and couldn't get uh, the entire live show done, but we should be able to go live tonight, depending upon how my throat holds up. We have a busy night. We're covering a ton of stuff. Super Bowl, National Anthem, uh, Jen Angel, a baker in Oakland. And we're also going to cover praying on the field for football. Um, trying to do a little bit more in the shows, a little more information. Uh, so much is happening in one day. I think uh, we need to do that versus doing one topic. We're going to go over it tonight. I'm going to give you some info on it. Stick around, and I will be right back right after we hear from the Hodge Twins. Hey, Hodge Twins here. Check out our friend Matthew Spirit at his podcast. At the dumb show and his website, yeah. don't unfriend me.com. Yeah. This will be a little new and different. I want to thank the Hodge Twins for stopping by. You can follow me at the dumb show. And that's D-U-M, not D-U-M-B, dot com, and at The Dumb Show across all social media channels. We're sitting at 42,700 followers on Facebook. Really cool to see. We're also doing really well on Twitter. Stop on by and say hello and follow us. You can see our catalog at The Dumb Show along with our podcast if you're more of an auditory type person. Let's get into it tonight. We have really no time to lose. The first thing I wanted to talk about was a baker named Jen Angel. Now, first of all, I never want to go ahead and make jokes or try to get clicks off of somebody's death. It's tragic. It's horrible. And, and in, in today's society, we hear way too much of it. Now, and I'm not trying to preface this to cover my ass and then say something insensitive, but I also want to keep things in perspective. And progressive policies, more importantly, progressive district attorneys have always had power when it comes to the district attorneys to make decisions on which crimes they want to go after and which ones they don't. Some of them are because they're archaic laws. Others are because it's a non-winnable case. And, and ultimately, district attorneys should have that. Now, this is the trope that Democrats are saying. We need progressive policies in this new criminal justice in order to have reform, when really, that's not what we need to do. We need to put the criminals away, and we need to do it without prejudice. But that's the problem. More and more criminals are hitting the street because of the prisons filling up, and it's a draw in the cities. And then ultimately crime goes up. Now, you might hear progressives really cleaned up in 2022 in the midterms, and they're saying, well, these crime increases have nothing to do with progressive attorneys based on previous year's numbers. Yes, that's absolutely true. But during COVID, we also understand that for the better part of the first part of the year, that we had places shut down, that there weren't people going out as much. And obviously crime stuck more to the cities. We're now seeing an increase and an uptick in crime over the last six months to previous years. And it's not going to slow down because we're allowing more people out of prison. We need a fine line between letting criminals go free and having criminal justice reform. This case just says a lot. The family says that Jen Angel was a lifelong activist and believed that uh, you kind of let bygones be bygones as far as crime. I, I want you to listen to this and listen to what they had to say, and I'll be right back. It feels like there's absolutely an opportunity for us to stand in her values and support the world that she wants. 
Hours after her tragic death was announced, friends and family of Jen Angel released a plea that if the people responsible for her death were caught, they are not to be locked up but to be offered restorative justice. Now, certainly it's now once again, we don't hear often no matter if the these people responsible are caught or not, they're ultimately saying that they don't want them tried or convicted. Now, first of all, that's not up to the family in any way, shape, or form. But the problem with this is why? What's the point? If someone commits a crime, we believe in the letter of the law, don't we? Well, it sounds like, according to the family members, that Jen Angel believes in a live-and-let-live policy. But wait one second. Let's listen how she died and what she did and how this all played out. Crime victims. ABC7 News reporter Ansar Hassan spoke to Jen Angel's friends and has more. The long lines outside of Angel Cakes Bakery in Oakland owe to the popularity of the products and the creator, Jen Angel. She has this lemon cupcake that has like a lemon curd in it with a raspberry on top. It's like by far my favorite. Emily Harris spent the week in with her Sorry. friend Jen Angel. Angel died on Thursday from injuries she suffered following a car break-in near Wells Fargo Bank in downtown Oakland on Monday. She was dragged 50 feet by a getaway car after she tried to chase down the thieves. We're really trying to orient towards her brilliant life um, and actually that she's not a person that would support the policing and imprisonment of the people who harmed her. Now, I want to be sympathetic and empathetic. Sorry, I had to get a throat lozenge in the middle of this because I'm not going to be able to finish the show because five minutes in and I'm already dying on my throat. But here's what it comes down to. How does that make any sense? The first portion that we hear is, well, wait a second. She doesn't want to go ahead and charge or create more issues for the criminals because of the system that they've obviously been exposed to and subjected to, which she believes is a systemic racist system, which you can make that argument that the prison system is unfair, that the penalization is unfair for African-Americans versus whites. I, I would challenge you on that, but that's okay. You can say that. But the real problem here is if she was so forgiving and she had this mentality of Robin Hood type thought process, then why did she chase after them when she was robbed? It's a good question. If they want to honor her memory, her memory was to get my freaking money back and to chase after this vehicle and to get what was rightfully hers that they stole. Jen Angel doesn't sound like a person who believed that crime should run rampant, that there should be lawlessness. I believe that, that she feels that criminal justice reform is important, at least from what I understand, but crime still needed to be addressed. To me, it's this type of thinking that is eroding the United States. It's essentially allowing criminals to run free and innocent people to suffer the consequences. This is happening in California, just as it is all over Democratic cities that are running progressive DAs. Something to think about, at least. And I'm certainly sorry for her family and what she went through. It's, it's, it's a tragedy. I saw this on Fox today, and you're looking at now, that is correct, one, two, three, four objects. The first one was over the Pacific, and we heard we couldn't shoot it down for some odd reason. We waited for it to get into the Canadian Rockies and then come over the northern part of the United States before waiting for it to traverse all across the United States and then shooting it down over the Atlantic waters in South Carolina. But we've seen, seen one in Huron be shot in Michigan. We've seen the Yukon and also in northern Alaska. With all the question being, why are we responding so slowly? 
It's not only myself who's thinking this and Fox News and others, but you're hearing this from Congress. I have real concerns about why the uh, administration is not being more forthcoming with everything that it knows. The Biden administration needs to stop briefing Congress through our television sets and actually come and sit down and brief us. The military needs to have a plan to not only determine uh, what's out there, but determine the dangers that go with it. I believe the American people uh, are owed an explanation. If they're serious enough for us to send fighter jets out to shoot down, then I think it's, uh, it's okay for the American people to know who's behind this. Listen, I'm not afraid of a bunch of balloons. I've already done a show on this. Here's the issue. We, not that this is a, a prelude to war. We saw this in Pearl Harbor. We saw um, smaller subs off the coast of uh, Pearl Harbor and off the inlet. We saw balloons coming into the Midwest from Japan. All sorts of things like this. Radio traffic. You get sudden signals. France should have listened instead of moving their entire military up to the northern part so Germany could blitzkrieg from the south was a large mistake. 9-11, we had warning. Do I think China or whatever country is doing this outside of China is going to invade? No. Do I think they're sending a message? Yes. And the problem that I have more than anything is that if these balloons are benign or these objects are benign, then tell us that. If this was all something that we weren't aware of or we were missing and now we have it down lockdown, tell us that. If we drop the ball and we miss this, and this could have been something a lot bigger than it was, but we caught it in time, tell us that. And if we had no freaking clue or we knew all along, tell us that too. But here's my concern as a former intelligence professional. I don't care about a balloon. I don't care about satellites. I don't care about high altitude craft. All of those things are done every single day. What I do have a problem with is a stray MiG or a Foxtrot getting in as easily as some balloon that moves at miles per hour versus something that can move at the speed of sound. That should be our biggest concern. If we're sleeping and not aware and we can't catch something so obvious as a balloon, how do we catch something like a state-of-the-art vehicle that is designed to avoid our radar? That is the problem I have. That is the issue that I take umbrage with. Joe Biden, in my eyes, is failing to address the public. He should be out there with Pentagon officials and the Joint Chiefs. It should be shoulder to shoulder and briefing the American people to ease our concerns because not everyone knows what I know. Not everyone knows what you know. And there are some people out there who think a balloon is a sign of end of times because that's the way they take their life. And every single thing that isn't something happy and rosy, makes them feel trepidation and anxiety. And that is because people process things in different ways. What I've seen is what you've seen. Joe Biden should know this, and that's his responsibility, to protect our borders, something he's unwilling to do. It's interesting, the comment there is that in that interview, they made a statement that said, I don't think America has to worry about aliens when they were talking about unidentified flying objects. I take it he wasn't talking about illegal aliens. The next one also is interesting. Rihanna performed in the Super Bowl and the anthem and Colin Kaepernick and Patrick Mahomes. What does all this have to do with anything? And then also the Black National Anthem. What does that have to do with anything? Well, when you put it all together, the Super Bowl and football and most sports have been very controversial over the last few years. If I go ahead and show you a photograph of this and take a look, you know who this gentleman is. This is Colin Kaepernick. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, and now frontman for Nike, you know, the Chinese company. 
the guy who is living in poverty, poverty, making a $96 million contract with Nike when he hardly does anything, has begged to play football but doesn't show up to actual combines and actual tryouts. You know, the guy that gets attention for taking a knee doesn't tell anybody what it means, gets the reaction he wants, which is outrage, and then simply says, what? I was an innocent bystander. Let me tell you what I really meant. This is Colin Kaepernick, and he has been associated with the negativity around the NFL. But there's something else that's been going on. 9-11 tribute patches haven't been able to be worn on jerseys. Thin blue line support for the police officers when the Dallas police officers were shot. Can't do that. Patrick Tillman, to go ahead and celebrate and honor his anniversary of his death, couldn't do that. But Black Lives Matter and fists raised to power and end racism have all been okay to put on jerseys in basketball and football, taking a knee. But when it comes to honoring anything other than the narrative, the NFL took umbrage with that. But something happened last night that was really important, something that I noticed immediately. You may remember this gentleman, Tim Tebow, and most of you know who he is. He is an amazing player. I uh, played for the University of Florida, I believe, in college. If you've ever seen his workout, it's incredible. I thought that I punished myself. This guy takes two sledgehammers and literally slings them like Thor against uh, giant tires. He's incredible. He's also a Christian, and he's also a damn good human being. He took a knee before he took the field to pray for his, his fellow teammates, to pray for the fans, to pray for himself, and also humanity. Yet, he was cast out from the NFL. He was subjugated to embarrassment, even though he never was ashamed of his faith. And he was perpetrated as some sort of villain or something else in other people's minds. That certainly wasn't good. Tim Tebow did nothing wrong when he took the field and took a knee in 2012. And some people say Colin Kaepernick didn't do anything wrong in 2016. Yet I will tell you that one of those instances was all about self-serving fulfillment, and the other one had nothing to do with it. He was serving God. I'm not a fan of Colin Kaepernick. I'm not a fan of his message, but I do support his ability to, to do it and to execute it under the First Amendment. However, if Tim Tebow is going to be held accountable and he can't do it, if we can't celebrate Pat Tillman's anniversary or 9-11 or police officers, then Colin Kaepernick can't take a knee because that's just the way it should be. Consistency. That's what equality really means, to be fair. But that's not necessarily what happens, is it? So more controversy took place, and some people were upset when it came to the halftime show. I'll get to that in a minute. But here's what really struck me as awesome. Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma Sooner, he takes a knee before he goes onto the field in the end zone, and he prays to God. Also, Patrick Mahomes does it as well. And to see two quarterbacks come out and sit on the field and take a knee for God is an amazing thing. I'm not the most religious person. But so much was made about this Super Bowl that it was all about two African-American players, which should lend to the whole entire thought process that we have reached something completely different than we did in the yesteryear. Two African-American quarterbacks facing off in the Super Bowl is amazing. What's even more amazing is two of them celebrating their faith and belief in God and nobody saying anything about it. It may seem a little hypocritical way to do business, but alas, if this means that players can take a knee or when somebody's injured, take a knee and pray for their recovery or their safe exit off the field, then I call that progress versus what we've been doing lately, which is regress. Nothing even more clearer than when we talk about the Black National Anthem that's being played. I wanted to say something that obviously this is a little bit dramatic, 
But if we can have a black national anthem played, then we can have a Hispanic national anthem. Then we can have a women's national anthem. Well, if there's women anymore. We can have a gay national anthem, then a Native American national anthem, and then an Asian American national anthem, and then we can have an Indian American national anthem, then a transgender national anthem, and maybe even a Western European American national anthem. And pretty soon they will play national anthems for three hours and the games will become the commercials. The bottom line is it shows the silliness of it all. 13% of the population acts like they are 60% of the population commanding so much attention and all of our resources. Why does it feel like the country is trying to segregate again? Sometimes the left depends on it. It's almost like they want it. They're the party of hatred and division, after all, because that's what they're selling. They want to progress, not realizing for some and realizing for others that there is no progress from our founding ideals once applied to all, only regression. The title of the Black National Anthem is Lift Every Voice and Sing. But the truth is, not every voice was singing. Not for the aforementioned, and for the National Anthem. And that's okay, right? That's the very point of all of this, is that we are not a tyrannical, autocratic state. If you want to stand, stand. If you want to sit, sit. But as you have a right to express yourself, we have the right to tell you that you're being an asshole. Last but not least, I want to get to somebody named Rihanna. Now, I've listened to her music, I'm not going to lie, Umbrella, A-A-A-O-O-O, not the best song, but there are other songs that she does, like Disturbia, that I think is cool, S&M, it's a good song, and I understand the message, I understand people are all up-nerved, and they're like, oh my gosh, she sings about sex, she sings about this, who cares? It's music, it has a beat, if you don't like it, don't listen to it, but there's been controversy, not just with the National Anthem and Colin Kaepernick and people taking knees or not taking knees. My God, can we just watch the show? I thought one of the craziest things we ever saw was Janet Jackson popping her boob out in the middle of the show. But alas, everyone has seemed to trump that every single year. But Rihanna did something that I thought was exceptional. She came out and she did her show. That's it. Good or bad or indifferent. Now, she lip synced some of it. She actually sang live for some of it. But one of the most intriguing things is that as we were watching, my family said, hey, doesn't she look pregnant? And I said, yeah, she really does. And we looked it up. My wife said, well, she had a baby in May. And I said, well, good for her for not punishing herself with a body trainer and, you know, eating a crouton with a glass of water and trying to fit some sort of stereotype of being a perfect singer. You must have a, you know, a size three body, size four, excuse me, size four body, size two body or fit into a zero dress. I think it was awesome. I think Rihanna's a beautiful lady, and I think that she sings about stuff that most people don't, and I don't care whether people like that or not. What I love is that all the political fray that was anticipated simply dropped away. She just did her show, whether good or bad. People came out and said she was wearing red, and she's Satan. No. No. Go watch Sam Smith on the Grammys. That jag off looked like Satan. Rihanna just wore red. And she obviously wasn't just pregnant in May. She's pregnant now. And we later find that out. We found that out. To me, that means something. Because she doesn't care what people think. She also stood on a platform 50, 60, 70 feet in the air and was obviously strapped down, but did the show anyway in the old adage that the show must go on. Watch the video. The National Football League welcomes you to the Apple Music Super Bowl 57 Halftime Show. 
good or bad or indifferent, she just did her show. There was no black power. There was no BLM. There was no putting down the police. There was no uh, Philadelphia stop rioting. You guys saw that too, but she just did her show. And in the day and age where Republicans seem to be just as bad as the left now, where everything is an outrage, everything's a problem, we can't be outraged at everything. Sometimes we just need to say, eh, it's not our cup of tea or it's not our brand of vodka and move on. Rihanna did nothing wrong. She's not a Satan worshiper. She's not the devil. She's not all a big part of this giant conspiracy of BLM and taking over the world with CRT. She's just a performer who's went through some crazy stuff in her life, who has an amazing voice that you may or may not like. But certainly that shouldn't have been decided by her performance last night. Folks, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for watching. That's it for me. My voice is done. I'm going to have to cut the hell out of this video. But I appreciate you hanging on with me and listening anyway. Stop by thedumbshow.com and get some cool shirts, some hats, some coffee. 10% go back to veterans. Also, stop by my good buddies at pfcflags.com. They make this wooden flag behind me. Justin and Katie are great people. Stop on by. Use uh, the current promotion that they have right now, I believe, is one small flag gets you a desktop flag. Go take advantage of that. And if you would also do me one more favor, if you could, I would appreciate it great, a great deal is share, like, and subscribe the show. It means a bunch. I should see you live tonight if my voice can hang out. I will go out like I always do with the Veteran Crisis Hotline. Veterans, if you need some help, listen to this message. It's there for you. Please take advantage of it. I did when I needed it. You should do the same. God bless, and I'll see you for the next show. I'm David Boreanaz with the Cast of SEAL team, and we have an important message for returning vets. We want you to know if you're struggling to cope, there's help and it's just a phone call away. The Veterans Crisis Line is staffed with experienced professionals who know your struggles. There's no greater sacrifice in service to our country. We're able to enjoy our freedoms because of it. Your service is important. You are important. For vets and their families, the Veterans Crisis Line is here to help 24 hours a day. Please call.